What is going on, my fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money on the Trainer Podcast. Today, I'm joined by my business partner, my best friend. He is a midget. And he is not next door. He is on a vacation. What's up, Cole? Bro, this midget thing is getting played out, dog. What do you mean? I mean, people don't believe you anymore. They do. No, I get DMs all the time now from people Bro. being like, Brian just called you a midget again. <laughs> no, listen, listen, listen. All right. Okay. I got to be honest. Okay. When you tell the truth, it's not fucking savage. It's the truth. Like you said earlier. <laughs> Why are you truth? always using my lines against me? That's right? that's what you fucking taught me, bro. That's what you taught me on Savage Sales. You got to use it against them. Touche. I taught Brian about fucking speaking the truth, and now he's using it against me, guys. That's what's going on. That's right. That's the truth. The truth hurts. I am actually a midget. I'm 5'3". I'm just fucking around. So guys, I want to, before we get started, uh, this is Podchat. So if you're new here, this is a coaching call where we have an opportunity. All of our clients tune into the coaching call and well, not all of them. We have 1500 of them. So not all of them, but some of them, the smart ones tune in and they ask us questions. And before we get started, we actually want to talk to one of our girls who's going to be coming to the next event. And she came to the last one. Her name is Melissa. What's up, Mel? Doing good. What's up with you? You got all dressed up for this little interview. I love it. You look amazing. How are you feeling? <laughs> I feel great. Thanks. Good, good. So I want to hear a little bit about, you know, your journey coming into the academy before you started uh, working with us and, you know, why you wanted to start becoming an online coach in the first place. Um, well, I had started my own fitness journey about a year and a half prior to um, becoming a coach. And I was working with an online fitness coach and uh, just learning a ton and just became, you know, an a gym rat, loving the science behind all of it, loving, learning to love fitness, nutrition, all of it, wanted more, um, started studying to be certified. Uh, that coach that I was working with had encouraged me to become a coach. And um, so I was just uh, looking at so many different things on social media. And I came across um, yours and Cole's accounts, and I was watching them somewhat religiously. And uh, I think I was commenting on some of your videos, and you had reached out to me, you know, telling me a little bit more about PT Dom. And I felt like that was really um, what I needed to do to actually become a coach because I hadn't, I wasn't even a coach yet. Mm. Um, but I was super nervous about making the investment. And so I kind of listened a little more and um, let you be persistent for a few months before I actually decided to join PT Dom. I'm very persistent. Um, so what made you decide to come to the event? Because you just came, you came to the last event. What made you decide to come to the event? Yeah. So when I, when you started talking about the event, I had only been in PT Dom for about two months. Um, I had maybe five clients and um, was making, they were probably all paid in fulls, but one. Um, so I was, I could count on about $300 a month at that point. Uh, but I knew if I wanted to level up and be successful in the business, I, it was something I had to do. Mm. Talk to me about what happened at the event. Talk to me about your breakthroughs. Um, so I went into it with really no expectations except leveling up in my business. Like I knew I'd be listening to some amazing, amazing coaches speak. And I knew like I'd get to meet you and Cole. And that was just like my main goal. And um, so I decided to make an investment. I bought the ticket and then, cause I knew that I had to, but then I also was like, fuck it. I'm going to buy a ticket to the VIP dinner too. I'm going to buy a seat at the table with fucking Cole and Brian and fucking Lane Norton. I'm like, 
like these people, if you know, if you guys are like me, like Cole and Brian are like the Don Corleones of the family. It's like, are they even <laughs> real? Like, do they even exist? Um, but I wanted to be at the table with them and, and Lane Norton. So I sold my Jeep and um, made $6,000 and bought a ticket to the event, bought a ticket to the um, VIP dinner and made it then my goal to really level up. But I didn't realize how much was going to change my life, not just my business. Cause I had that breakthrough that you spoke about. People were, you know, talking on stage and my mind was blown. I started reflecting about not just my business, but my life. And if I wanted to be successful in my business, I needed to be happier and I needed to be more successful in my life outside of my business. So I got the courage to get up in front of the mic, um, in front of however many 300 people at the event and virtually scared as fuck and had no idea what I was going to say. And I just kind of, you know, uh, verbally vomited <laughs> a bunch of shit that was going on in my life and, um, talking about how I had only been in this business for a few months, but nobody really nobody supported me in my business. Mm. I was doing it completely on an island, on my own, in isolation. Um, not even my husband. My husband knew nothing about my business. He never asked about it. I never shared about it. Um, I didn't have any friends who were doing this. The only people that I knew that were doing this was the coach that I had worked with prior and my PT Dom fam. So I kind of just talked about all of that and got so much encouragement and support from not only the coaches on stage, but the people in the room to like go home and have like a really, really difficult conversation with my husband that really changed the way I viewed myself, changed the way I viewed my business and changed the way I viewed my life. Mm. Um, and so that's fucking beautiful. I love that. I love this story. And uh, where are you at now in your business and your life? Just give people a heads up because it's been about six months. No, it's yeah, it's been about five months since the event. Where are you at right now? Yeah. So when I saying that I knew I needed to do this to level up my business, I was right. And two months after the event, I was able to quit my high paying <laughs> full-time career in, in technology after 20 plus years and, um, do this full-time. And in that same month, I hit 5k for the first time and then continued to hit 5k after that was a, you know, qualified for the 5k club two months later. And now just, um, you know, applied and was accepted to the 10k mastermind and my business just keeps growing rapidly. How many clients do you have now? I have 22. <laughs> Fuck yes. Cole, you have anything you want to add to this? Did you know she sold her fucking Jeep? I did not know she sold her that fucking literally, Jeep. That literally, that makes me so happy. I'm so fucking amped up that you did that, came and saw that much success. Have you bought a new car yet? Yeah, I, I, um, I, it was a lease, but I was about to turn it in like four months after the event. Um, but I knew I had a lot of equity in it. I was planning to just keep it because I loved my Jeep, but I knew that I could sell it and make $6,000. So I knew that that could pay for the event. I'm super proud of you. I'm super Thank proud you. of you. You've grown immensely. All right. In the last Thank six or seven months, you. I'm super fucking proud of you.
I'm number one. Thank you so fucking much for sharing your story. And number two, mm -hmm. I'm super excited to see you at the event. It's going to be incredible. I can't fucking wait. Thank you. Let's go. Guys, if that hasn't convinced you to come to the event, you're fucking crazy. Okay. So if you are our client, you can attend because it's for clients only. The ticket link is in the fucking chat box. Presale is still live. And last, like, Last event, me and Cole, um, our goal is to sell out. And this event, me and Cole talked, and our goal isn't to, isn't to sell out right away. Our goal is to get all the fucking academy there. So get your ass to the event. And I think that's something that Mel just said, and this is something I've been reflecting on a lot, and I haven't actually shared this story super openly. Cole knows it. When we were running Aesthetic Nation, me and Cole, we, had, uh, we got to a point where we were like, I told Cole, I was like, I'm not as passionate as I am about it anymore and so I literally fired all of my fitness clients I was like I had 50 fitness clients I fired all of them and so my income went from you know I was making 15 to 20k a month myself and I fired all of them and went down to zero and the only income we had coming in was income from the other online trainers I had like eight other online trainers on the team and so I wanted to get mentorship so that we me and cool could expand and go into a new venture but I didn't have a lot of money of my own because I just fired all my fitness clients after three months and I'd like been trying to like in this limbo stage, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do with my life. And so I hired this mentor. And when I hired the mentor, I spent money that belonged to my online trainers that was in our business bank and had to be back in the fucking business bank within the next 30 days so yeah. that I could pay my online trainers the commissions that they earned. I fucking spent that money because I knew that I was going to make it back because I knew that I was going to invest in the mentor and I knew that I was going to go to the fucking thing and I was going to get the fucking feedback and then I was going to implement the feedback instantly and I was going to make the money back. And that is the level that you need to play at if you want to get success, you guys. So many of you guys are holding on to what you have and you're like, I just want to fucking, you know, I made a little bit of cash and I just want to hold on to it. That is not how you get success. That's not how you get massive success. That's how you get minor success. Right. And you might see a little bit of progress. You might get your business to one, two, three K a month. But if you want to hit the next fucking level, you need to burn the boats straight up. You need to burn the fucking boats. And so for all of you guys that got your event tickets, I'm fucking proud of you. And I'm excited to see you there. And I fucking promise you, you will have a breakthrough like Mel did. And every other motherfucker that comes to the event, we're super excited to host you. If you haven't gotten your ticket yet, fucking do it. We are going to change your life. That's all. Paul Casey. Hello, motherfucker. What's up? What's up, guys? Fucking, uh, you know what? I don't have a question. I just wanted to hop on and just extend some fucking gratitude to both of you guys. I appreciate like you both so much. Look, yeah. I just want to say everyone on the screen, anyone listening to this shit, I'm the only one that has a legit reason not to be at that fucking event, and that's because I'm a felon and Canada won't let me in. <laughs> Other than that, I would fucking be there, all right? No, so, legally, I can't be there. That's the only thing stopping me, okay? Now, uh, now I just want to say, like, um, Brian, I'm gonna come see you in Utah. Cole, whenever you're Fuck in the yes, bro. let me know, bro. I'm gonna fucking hunt you down. Um, but Cole's I gonna be in Utah too, bro. Cole's gonna be in Utah. Oh, fuck yeah. All right, let's go. Let's go. I'm bringing my assistant coach. I might be bringing my videographer with me too. We're gonna fucking make a party out of it. Oh, yeah. um, but I just want to extend some gratitude. You know, like uh, these last couple of weeks, so I have two stepkids, right? And they're out of school for the summer. And because of this program and because of going more online, and focusing on my online training, I've been able to stay home and help with the kids during the summer, right? Which is like super grateful. And um, and just two days ago, um, I signed one more client and I went over my, my I, I've actually now surpassed my year quota for finances, right? So I told myself when I did my vision board, I wanted to make 100K this year. I'm at over 100K right now. And it's only six months into the fucking year. Boom! Right? 
right? Like, so if I, I used to listen to this podcast all the time before I signed up. So whoever's listening to this podcast now, just fucking know that shit's possible, right? Um, and I have free time to spend it with my family and I'm just hella grateful. Um, I did this, uh, for those that don't know, I have a really crazy story. I won't share it now, but I did a fucking, like basically a commercial of my life a few weeks ago. We did like 12 hours of video shooting and it's like almost done. And I got like a 19 second clip of it and it's fucking amazing. It looks like a Netflix series and I'm super juiced. So mm. I just want to extend hella love and appreciation to you guys. That's it. Proud of you, bro. Hell yes. I'm super proud of you. And guys, Paul, Te Paul Casey is a testimony. This guy literally had no online training experience. He came into PT Domination and as a result of working with us for six months, has made $100,000 in six months. 100K mm -hmm. in six months. That's an average of 15 to 20K per month as an online fitness coach. And this is somebody that came in with no fucking experience. No experience online. Paul, we're super proud of you, bro. This month, let's fucking go. I'll see you in Utah, dog. Let's yeah, I'll be there. I'll fucking be there. Yes, oh, yeah. I love it. And guys, for those of you guys that don't know what's happening in Utah, um, I'm going to be emceeing an event. There's a, a event called the, it's at thelimitlessarena.com. That's the event ticket. It's going to be Gary Vaynerchuk. It's going to be Ed Milet, Andy Priscilla, uh, Bradley, Cody Sanchez, uh, The Muscle, Dan Fleshman. This is a massive event. Uh, I basically weaseled my way in. I convinced The Muscle that I am a fucking great MC. So he's, I'm going to be emceeing the event and introducing all these rock stars. So I'm super fucking excited. It's going to be awesome. Uh, Steve, what's up, my boy? You're muted. Can't hear you. Yo, what's up? How you doing, guys? Doing fantastic, brother. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Yo, I, uh, I'm drinking pre-workout right now. So this is going to be a slight to you, Brian, but look at the name of it. What is it? Glow. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bastard, bro. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be up in Colonial Canada today. I don't know if you guys will be there, but I'm going to hit up Iron Gen Energy on the weekend. See you guys there if you are, but when it comes to when it comes to um, my program, my offer, and everything, I'm having a big problem with uh, finding people that can actually financially commit to the program. You know, even a, even my current client roster, a lot of them are having affordability issues. I'm having to work with a lot of them as far as like price and everything. Um, so I don't know if it's an avatar problem or if it's a me problem. Um, right now, I'm putting together like kind of like a more low ticket program that I'm just going to try and pitch to every single person. It's going to be like a monthly subscription. No, nope. that's a dumb idea. No, <laughs> that's a horrible <laughs> idea. I'm like who's, your, who's your avatar? Busy women that want to gain strength and confidence in the gym. What does that mean? Who's a busy woman? The um, busy mom that stays at home or the busy office worker that's there? Uh, office workers that work nine to five, Monday to Friday. So it doesn't sound like they have a money issue. Probably has to do with the content that you're actually producing, right? Uh, this is something I say all the time, like when it comes down to your guys's actual avatar, and I'm actually happy that Natasha's broken down everything in the content that converts course the way that she has, because the results that everybody's getting in there is amazing, even though a lot of it is the same concept. What is your avatar? Busy women. Okay, busy women that are in the office nine to five. Well, which one? Is it the busy woman who's doing the call center nine to five? Or is it the busy woman that's a fucking lawyer nine to five? Or is it the busy woman that is a secretary nine to five? Like this shit matters, guys. You need to get very calculated with the individual you're actually speaking to on a deep, deep level. Now, again, if you're looking at grand scale niches, i.e. kind of like my content, you're probably going to run into issues like you're dealing with right now because my content is mindset talking to the masses. You are trying to run a business based off of one niche, meaning you need to understand how they move, how they breathe, how they act, what they eat, everything on a daily basis. And if you don't, you're speaking to the wrong avatar. Make sense? Mm-hmm. 
So I'm jump in. I'm going to jump in for a second because I'm going to jump mm-hmm. off that. That's content. I also think, and this is for all of you guys, low ticket as a lead option is a cop out. Straight up. That's what I, exactly. That's why I said fuck no. That's a horrible idea. So me and me and you both jumped in. I was said lightly no, and Cole said fuck no. But we both meant the exact same thing. Cole yeah. just had a more direct way of saying it. What we're saying is that if you're think like the only reason you would do low ticket as a lead, as like your lead offer is if your audience size is too big to filter through who's serious and who's not. Does that make sense? Like if you're getting 50 to 100 applications a week, like let's say your TikTok's going viral or you have like even 20 to 40 applications a week, your TikTok's going viral or you've got like your social media is popping off and you've got so many inbound leads that it's hard to filter who's serious and who's not, then you might want to lead with low ticket because that will save you the time of qualifying everybody. Then you can just sell everyone in the low ticket and then you can upgrade from that low ticket. That is not the issue with you though. The issue with you is content and sales. And so what I would be doing, if I was Steve and I wanted to make more money, what I would be doing is I'd be looking at the content that I'm producing, asking myself who my avatar is, going to my content that I'm producing, and honestly asking myself, does this content speak to this person or do I think it speaks to this person? And if you don't know if the content speaks to this person, literally take one of your videos, post in the academy, and then be like, this is my avatar. This is what they struggle with. These are their goals. Does this piece of content solve this person's problem? Yes or no? If no, what changes would you guys make? Sorry, bourbon, I chug my energy drink. Did you, yeah. <laughs> when's the last time you went to content audits? Uh, last week. Okay. Or did you, did you no. get your content audited by Cole? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you did? What did he say? I He said the direction is good. You need to double down a little bit more on the, uh, a lot of the, because I'm doing a character. I'm doing a caricature in the gym. I dress up in a wig and everything. You need to double down. <laughs> That it was actually cut. working too. It was funny. The couple of videos I saw were fucking hilarious. Cool. So do yeah. that. So do that. And then also like, so the, that's good, but make sure that the skits that you're doing are highly relevant to the avatar that you're speaking to. Exactly. Yeah. I'll post the one I just posted this morning, which I, I stepped into the grocery store yesterday and I filmed a couple in the grocery store. Cool. Um, so stepping outside my comfort zone. Um, but it makes sense. It's just, yeah, dialing it down on who I'm actually kind of uh really targeting does kind of make sense i also Uh, think you need to work on your sales game dog yeah i think yeah definitely you need to work on your sales game if you're getting a lot of financial objections the option isn't to create a cheaper cheaper program the option is to get better at sales yeah i'm gonna call a spade a spade because i'm gonna double down triple down quadruple down on this fucking none of you should have a low ticket if you are currently struggling to make sales at all this is the thing low ticket is harder in every aspect of the word all right why because it's more individuals that you need to deal with. It's less committed individuals that you need to deal with. And there's more moving parts that you guys need to deal with. Like people see Cursed and Janelle and they're like, oh, low ticket. Like I can make fucking hundreds of thousands of dollars and have massive communities. Cursed is a fucking workhorse and her business is a goddamn machine. Janelle has like double the size of what Curse is doing right now. And it's fucking ridiculous how many moving parts that are going on on a continual basis. Not to mention, like Brian said, the amount of leads coming into their account is disgusting. It's actually insane. So low ticket should not be the fucking path that you guys are going unless you have that amount of leads. And again, you know how to sell and you're locked down in multiple different ways. Steve, what's your closing rate? 50, 50, 50. You know that for 100% or are you just saying that? How many calls did you have in the last week? <laughs> uh, within the last, honestly, my call, and a lot of it has to do with booking calls too. Uh, How many calls four, did you have in the last week? I asked you a direct question. Tell four, me. Four, four within the past month. The How past many week. You sell? One, two. One or two. You sold two? two? Yeah. So okay, 50, so 50, 
four yeah. calls. Yeah, but four in the last month. So, okay, how many DMs are you sending up per day? Mm -hmm. I'm sending 10, 10, 10 per 10 day. For fucking 50. 50? <laughs> what do you mean? You booked four fucking calls. You joking me in the last 30 days? No. Bro, if I, you want to know what I did? Okay, this is what I'm fucking doing. Okay, I like, when I want to be successful, I literally fucking, I will send out a hundred if I need to do something. Uh -huh. Yeah, is massively successful is because when Kirsten was selling her low ticket program, Kirsten would be in her DMs and she'd be voice noting 100 to 200 people a fucking day, inviting them to, into her low ticket program. Like that is the level that you want to play at. If you were like, you're saying, okay, so I'm, I'm sorry, Steve, I'm going to go in on you for a second because this is fucking. Yeah, yeah, go for it. So you want to make more money, okay? And you're like, I should lead with a low ticket offer, but you're only sending out 10 DMs a fucking day and you're only booking four calls in the last 30 days, which means you only have four opportunities to make sales. And out of those four opportunities that you make sales, instead of selling a $1,000 program, you want to sell a $99 program. You are literally going to make no fucking money if you do that. So that, off, that is off the table. We ain't, are not going to do that. What we are going to do is we're going to commit to booking three to five calls a fucking week. And if you can keep that 50% close rate, you're going to be hitting five to $10,000 a month in the next three months. You need to change mm -hmm. your focus, bro. You're focused on the wrong shit. Also, you're saying that you're fucking, all these women are struggling with financial issues. The fuck are you talking about? You've only had four calls. Aren't you, where do you live? Uh, Vancouver. Lit. Do me a favor. Go on Google right now and type in how many women live in Vancouver. <laughs> I'm dead serious, bro. And then it's like, then let's really look at it. You sent out 10 DMs a day, right? For the last 30 days. So you sent out 300 DMs. There's probably a million women in Vancouver. So I don't know what the fuck type of numbers you're looking at. What? Just in the, just in the city, 337,000. <laughs> Dope. You've DM'd 300. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about, bro? <laughs> this is why numbers matter, right? Like yeah. this is why you guys need to look at it. Analytics and numbers do not lie. We can't make assumptions based off of a small pool that we are dealing with. Make sense? Steve. Yeah. Yeah. Three to no, five exactly. calls a week. Three to five. Also, yeah. What? Somebody just said it in the chat box right here. Also, if they live in Vancouver, they have fucking money. Vancouver is literally the most expensive city in Canada. If you live there, you have cash, period. Right. I'm, I'm muting you. Nope, nope, I'm muting you. Go fucking book three, three to five calls a week. Go get me fucking three to five calls and post in the academy, and then you can come back to Podchats. Until then, don't fucking come back here. Get me three <laughs> to five calls. I'm dead ass. You're lucky I can't. Thumbs up. Microphone right now. Thumbs up. All right, fucking come back when you have three to five calls, and let's chat about your sales. <laughs> Pedro, what's up? I was listening to your guys' podcast from last week, right? Yep. And I just relate to it a lot. And like, I don't know what's wrong. Like, I self-sabotage a lot. And lately, I've been like in the apartment by myself a lot. And um, like, I just don't know. Like, I plan, like, let's say just dumb stuff that I didn't use to do. Like, slipping in. I stopped for the past, I don't know, two or three days. And... Like, I don't know, just eating what I shouldn't. And, you know, like, now I stopped as well because of 75 hard. But, like, I don't know what's wrong. I Like, I haven't hit, I don't know, not even, like, $1,000 yet. But, but like, I just feel like I'm afraid of even hitting that or, like, even achieving that goal. I don't know why. Because, I mean, like, in Brazil, with, like, if I, if I make $5,000 a month, I'll be making more than my dad like has made for his whole life. And I really want that. Like I like I have goals that are like so big, like and I can see myself there, but like but then like when it comes to the day to day, I self-sabotage and I just don't 
I don't do nope, what I should. Nope, 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 nope. You can't see yourself there. Because if you could see yourself there, you wouldn't be self-sabotaging. Okay. And the reason that you haven't achieved your goals yet is because you view them as so big. My goals are so big. My goals are already done. You just haven't, you guys haven't seen it yet. Mine are already fucking done. It is already written. And so you're putting, you're like in Brazil, fuck Brazil. Uh, Drew DeJesus uh, is in the Change Eyes Academy and she's from Malaysia. And Drew DeJesus joined the Academy. She just fucking decided that she was going to make $10,000 a month. She's from Malaysia and she did it. So Pedro, the reason you haven't hit your goals yet is you haven't decided that you're going to do it. And you say that you can see yourself there, but you can't. Because if you could, you wouldn't be self-sabotaging. Here's the fucking juice, okay? You need to be audacious enough to see yourself hitting $5,000 a month and then literally visualize it every fucking day. Record a letter to yourself, a video to yourself. My name is Pedro. I make $5,000 a month and I'm so fucking proud of myself. Every single day I show up with intensity, energy, passion, love for what I do. I show up with, with intention. I wake up on time. I do the fucking work. I never fucking miss. I make $5,000 every single month and it is easy. It is effortless. It feels amazing. And you listen to that shit literally every day. And every day you wake up, that's the first thing you do. It's like, bro, you haven't made the decision yet. That's why you're not there. That's why you keep self-sabotaging. It's kind of like wishy-washy. Like maybe I will, maybe I won't. I'm afraid. Fuck all of that. It doesn't matter. It's like, this is where I'm going and I will do whatever the fuck is necessary to achieve it. And if it's painful along the way, and if I need to take some fucking, if I need to fall on my face, if I need to like fall down then stand up and fall down and somebody else punches me and then I need to go fucking over here and I can't sleep for two weeks. Like I'll do whatever the fuck is necessary to achieve success. You're not there yet. That's why you haven't achieved it. You're like, oh, the Academy's cool. This is fun. I like showing up to calls and asking questions. Uh-uh, that's not gonna get you success. What's gonna get you to success is making the fucking decision that you will literally do whatever the fuck is necessary to achieve success. And then you start taking relentless action. And then when you show up to these calls, you're like, hey guys, I've been taking this relentless fucking action for the last week. Can I get some feedback on it? Not, hey guys, I'm showing up to this call and I'm not really getting myself to take action and I'm not really sure what to do. That's not gonna get you anywhere. Success is the only fucking option, period. That's where you need to get to. And until you get there, you're gonna, you're gonna keep self-sabotaging. And a lot of you guys need to pivot your focus from money to impact. Like, it, I feel like we have this conversation with all of you on a monthly fucking basis. You focus on 5K, 3K, 6K, 7K, 10K, 20K, 30K. How many people is that? Do the fucking math for a minute. How much do you guys charge on a monthly basis? I want you to think about this right now. Now, what is your goal income? How many clients do you need to hit said goal? Start focusing on that. When you guys have been broke your entire fucking life, looking at 10K or a million dollars, whatever the number is, can be very overwhelming. So I just pivoted my focus from the money to the impact. Well, I only need 25 clients to hit my goal. I only need 30 clients to hit my goal. And then I would just start marking it off. Awesome. Another life I get to change. Another life I get to change. Another life I get to change. I also stopped looking at my bank account. I, I knew what my numbers were. All right. I wasn't irresponsible but I just started focusing on the fucking impact. You guys get so focused on the income that you stop actually grinding towards what you became a co coach for. All right, you guys aren't just money makers, you're coaches. 
And I feel like a lot of people have a flawed vision when building their businesses because the money gets in the way, but you are a coach, meaning you need to learn how to serve. Does that make sense, Pedro? Yeah, it does. Um, yeah, it does a lot. So yeah, it makes sense. But when it comes also like to being like lonely, I know it's lonely. And like, I have, I have like, I've ditched my friends a while ago, like way before I like joined the Academy and stuff. But like when I'm, by myself like just getting up by myself and you know the whole day by myself i i just feel like more um i just feel like the chances of me self-sabotaging are bigger whoa 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 whoa, like whoa, whoa, whoa 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 no you're not getting it you're not fucking listening you're like i no. get it but no you're not fucking listening you're not listening you need to be alone if you didn't need to be alone, you could just hang out with your fucking friends and all of you guys could do whatever the fuck you wanted all day. And then you're all hanging out and having fun. You want to be like everybody else? Yes or no? Simple yes or no question. No. No. Then you need to learn how to fucking walk alone. And you need to develop some self-responsibility and some self-discipline. Yeah. Focusing on self-sabotage. That's why you're fucking doing it. Whatever you focus on expands. You say that you're listening, but you're not actually fucking listening. I don't care if you get pissed off at me because I'm going to tell you exactly what the fuck you need to hear. You need to focus on your goals. You need to focus on being disciplined and fuck everything else. Yep. The chances of me self-sabotaging are much higher. You're sure as fuck right there because that's what you believe. You want to know what I believe? I believe that I'm a fucking savage and that I'm relentless every single day and I never fucking miss. And that's why I do. I think different thoughts than you do. That's why I get different results than you do. That's the only difference. That's the only fucking difference. And until you change your mindset, you're never going to grow. You say that you're listening, but you're not fucking listening. You're holding on to your old beliefs. And if that's what you want to do, if that, like, if you want to hold on to those and those are serving you, that's great, but that's not going to get you success, homie. Straight the fuck up. So you need to do the fucking work, just like gardening. Like if you have a garden and there's a bunch of weeds, you have to go out there and you need to pull out each one of the fucking weeds. And that's what you need to do with your negative thoughts all day. And if you need to listen to success motivation all day to get yourself to do the fucking work, then do it. Because sometimes that's what I do, bro. Like if I'm feeling off or I'm feeling down or I'm feeling lonely, I put on success motivation and then I do the fucking work that is required for success. Do it lonely. Self-sabotage, bro. That's fucking sheep shit. That's not what we do here. Do you want to make $5,000 a month? Yes or no? Yes. Then I'm telling you the fucking pathway. Stay focused on your goals and be disciplined. And don't allow self-sabotage to be a fucking word that you use. Scratch out the word sabotage and put the word discipline and be fucking relentless. All right. Yeah, I got it. Go do the fucking work. Sounds good. Show me, bro. I will. Shit. Fucking go. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business, and I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients, and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. What's up, Raymond? Doing well. You guys are fired up. Buckle up, bud. What do you want to ask? <laughs> I know. What's I had a on? question. I was like, do I want to hold off? But no. So first of all, um, thank you, Brian, for the advice last week. I was able to implement that all. Like after my morning routine, I put an alarm for each day and said, like, okay, this is 
So at 5.30, alarm went off saying, okay, workout plans next day. So I had it all laid out. And this week felt so much easier. Mm. Everything planned out. Mm. I was able to like manage everything. I was able to do like a CTN like Monday. I signed three clients already from that. Mm. And just like everything's flowing mm. so much nicer. Um, so that. I really appreciate that. So thank you guys. I love that, brother. My question, I don't know if Coles can go off on me for this one, but at my point in my stage right now with like around 50 clients, is low ticket a good option? Hmm. So I want to ask why, like what, what, what's making you consider low ticket? Um, because I am working with a lot of like single moms with kids. Mm -hmm. As soon as I hit them with the price, they seem to like, they really want, they're all in. I have their pain points and they just keep saying no. So I thought to get them into the program, like once I get them into the program, they're like, they're sold. So I thought having that option, like, cause I'm starting to hit my cap with like, with 50 clients, I am starting to like, really like full there. So I thought having the option would be to fill that void in not as much work, but also still mm. serve these people. Mm. So you want to go, for, you want to go cool? Yeah. I'm just, I'm listening to what you're saying and it's confusing me to a certain degree because you have 50 clients, but you say I work with single mothers and they don't have a lot of money. Then how the fuck did you get to 50 clients in the first place? Mm -hmm. I guess I sold them. <laughs> right? Like that, that, this, so this is the conversation we need to have because you, you contradicted yourself. My clients don't have a lot of cash and I have all their pain points. And when they're in the program, they're sold, obviously, because you have 50 clients now. So I think it's more of what are the long term goals of your business? See, because you are more open to having a low ticket due to the fact that you already have a client base and you obviously have the leads in front of you. But we got to look at what the grand scheme is, like what's the actual breakdown and future of your business look like? Because if it's just to give them a stepping stone to eventually get to the next fucking program, I don't think it might be worth your time. And the reason why I say that is because it's not less work. You have it in your mind that it's less work right now. But let's say you have another 50 women that are only paying $49 a month. I guarantee you those are going to be the most needy clients you have. Because that's how every low ticket program is. Obviously, I'm also called spade a spade. I love all of you guys. You guys are our most fucking needy clients. We also have a VIP program that is five figures a month that people pay. For me and Brian, we barely speak to the people. Same thing when we work with Bedros. Me and Brian speak to Bedros. It was $100,000 for the year, probably once a month. Once a month. It's just, again, lower ticket. People ask more questions. So, in the grand scheme, if you're like, homie, I want to help like fucking 100,000 women. Okay, then yeah, maybe starting a low ticket and having a community like that and then building a business around it where you have multiple levels is something that is a viable option. And we could definitely look at giving you the resources and give you a breakdown for it. But first, I need you to come up with a vision before we just create a level for no fucking reason because you're obviously good at selling. So don't count yourself out being like, well, it's gotten harder to sell, but you've already sold 50. Does that make sense? So that's how I want you to start thinking now. I like the idea of having a vision. I want to, I'm just going to piggyback off that Raymond. Cause I think that's brilliant. I want you to create the vision for what you want your business to look like in the next three years, because yeah. where, were, where were you at before you started the Academy? Uh, I was bringing about three grand a month and had 10 clients. Right. So now you're at 50, right? So like, if you look at that growth trajectory over like the course of the last, you know, maybe you've been in the Academy six months now, how long have you been in the Academy, Raymond? Uh, four months now, four months. So from 10 clients to 50 clients in four months, if you look at that growth trajectory, like you're on a big growth spurt and a big growth path. So I would ask yourself where you want the business to be in the next 12 months and then yes. build it based off of that. 
Yes. I think that you could fill your roster if you really wanted to with more clients. But I, I do agree with Cole. Like if you sell more low ticket clients, it's just going to be a lot more work um, because yes. they will be yes. messaging you a lot, regardless of, you know, even if you're like, you can only ask us in the Facebook group. They're still going to DM you. They will. They're going to DM you all the fucking time. They, they are. Right? They, yeah. So um, I would ask yourself what your vision for your business is and get super clear on that. And like, if you want to be making, and it might be an income goal, it might be an impact goal, whatever it is, but I would get clear in your vision first and then we can make a decision together. But the good news is that you're in the 10K mastermind. So Janelle's going to help you out with that as well. Um, so I wouldn't pull any triggers yet. I would just get clear on the vision and figure out exactly what you want in the next 12 months. Yep. No, that's perfect. So I just wanted to kind of ask you guys about because I didn't know if it'd be even worth it for me to do. So cool. Yeah, I would say not yet. Not yet. Yeah. Vision first. Vision, perfect. planning, dissection. Then if it all lines up and it sounds like a good idea, we'll start breaking it down. Nice. Okay. Thank you guys. Cool, no bro. Good to see you. Congratulations on the 50 clients. It's lit. Christine, your baby is fucking adorable. All right, just smiling to try to grab the camera. Oh. It's so cute. <laughs> What's up, Nathan? What's up, Brian? How you doing, brother? Doing good, man. Oh yeah, I'm good. Hey, man. So, just a question. So, um, as far as I want to know if it's a good strategy to uh build up high ticket month to month subscriptions uh, instead of paying paying fulls. So, like, I would have a strategy of like doing like, okay, I build up a roster of twenty clients at three fifty a month. After that, if I have that solid base, then I would go up to painfuls like twelve hundred for twelve weeks. What do you What do you think about that? Go ahead. I want to touch on this very quick. There's two things that you need to consider. Okay. Yeah. Number one, what is your working limit? I.e., how many clients can you actually work with before you feel like you are capped on time and capped on your capability? Because let's say you're selling a sixteen week or six month program. You can only take on 40 clients. You already have 20. Then you do your other 20 is paid in fulls. If you're not good with your money, technically, you're not going to have a lot more income for the next six months while you were serving those clients. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So you need to take that into consideration. Number two, how do you want to run your life? All right. Now, the reason why I say that is because, guys, I actually did this while we were coaching as a set Ignatian. Um, I got very good at sales <laughs> and we were starting like, I could close calls in three minutes. It was actually getting ridiculous. And I was remember I'd call Brian afterwards. We'd always call each other after we'd make a sale. And I was like, bump, just sold another paid full bump, sold another paid full. And it was just happened. I made like $21,000 one month after it was like my first time breaking that number. Um, and then I was like, oh, lit, like, there we go. And then the next month I made like 3k and I was like, what the fuck is going on? It was because I couldn't help any more people right? I hit my limit and I took in all paid in fulls. So I was able to pay off some debt and I was able to buy No, 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 no. I'm jumping in. He wasn't able to pay off some debt. Homie was a dumbass and bought a bunch of shit. <laughs> no, no, I was just, I just was about to say that. I was buying a bunch, a bunch of, of ASW stuff, dude. Yeah, I, I bought, bought a bunch, bunch of ASW stuff. I paid off some debt <laughs> and then I was, and I had no more recurring. I had like $2,000 to $3,000 with recurring. So I was like, fuck. I was like, I'm screwed <laughs> now. So it was just like, that's it. So what I did after that, Nathan, and this is like my, what I did. So you can take it yeah. and leave it based on what's going on is I sure. figured out what my working limit was. Like I told you at the beginning, then I looked at what my bills were. Let's say my bills were four grand. I would always have $3,000 more than that. $2,000 more than that in recurring. So I would make sure my recurring was like seven grand if my bills were five. So I had $2,000 of play money. And I would also overestimate. So let's say my food was like $800 a week. I would say it was actually $1,200 and I'd overestimate all my bills. Then I would have $2,000 more as a recurring base. 
no matter what on a monthly basis. Then everything else, I just do paid in full if I would like to, or I just take on a recurring based off of how I felt. Yeah. yeah. I just want to give a base rule for everybody listening to the podcast and everybody should write this down. Your recurring income should always be higher than your base monthly expenses. Always. So if you don't know what your base monthly expenses are, this is a good opportunity for you to figure it out, Nathan. So your base monthly expenses would be your rent, uh, any investments that you have, like the CLA, like your gas money, your food. Um, if you own bill, own bill, electricity, um, hydro, hydro, like we're talking about base monthly expenses. So if your base monthly expenses are $3,600, then your recurring income should always be higher than that. Always. Because if your recurring income isn't higher than that, at the end of the month, you don't have enough money and you're fucking struggling and you're trying to settle, sign a paid in full. It is not a fun place to be. Also, this is another fucking rule. And I want all of you guys to write this shit down. You should have three to 5k in the bank at all times. At no all times. What? No matter what. All times. Okay. I think this is like, this is something that we used to struggle with at Aesthetic Nation. Like, well, like, because we were really good at making money, but we also were fucking born and raised in a trade club. <laughs> so we're like, oh, cool. All this money, fucking let's spend a bunch of cash. Boom. <laughs> Trip here. Boom. Now, guys, now at, a, um, at PT Domination, Cole and I always have $200,000 in the bank. Always. always. And like, obviously, if you think about the scale of our business, it's a lot bigger. But like for you guys, you should always have three to 5K in the bank when you're starting your business. When you start getting to the level where your business is making 10 to 20K a month, you should always have five to 10K in your business bank at all times. That way, if you ever need to make an investment, you don't have to be like, oh, like, can I afford to fucking go to this event? Can I afford to do this thing? It's like, it's fucking there. All also, you do is like reduce the amount of money that you spend on stupid shit and you'll have more money. I want to put a name on this because this is actually something that Natasha said in the past that I feel like all of you guys will be able to write down and remember. It's called a cash runway. All right, this is what me and Brian like built up without actually having anybody tell us this because we just fucked up so many times <laughs> and then needed to start saving money and put it in our bank account. Also, Julia started doing mine and Brian's expenses, so we couldn't spend That was spend the only reason we got good with money, let's be honest. Yeah, Julia was like, what the fuck are you guys spending this money on? And I was like, oh, so we had to start saving <laughs> our cash. Uh, but it's called a cash runway. So think about it this way. If you guys had expenses of four grand, all right, and your entire business went belly up this at the end of the month, Next month, you'd be fucked. But if you had a cash runway of four grand or eight grand, you'd be good for the next two months to restart your business to make sure everything was going well. So that's how I want you guys to think about it. Have a cash yeah. runway built up for at least 60 days of your base monthly expenses. That's what you should be thinking about every single yeah. month. And then again, when it comes down to your expenses, I would suggest having two to three grand more recurring than your expenses every month. So because you guys also got to look at what's happening in the world. Inflation is happening. Shit's shooting up all over the place. Rent is going up and gas prices are going up. Like you got to be responsible. I know we don't talk about it a lot, but like this is stuff that fucking matters. This is the boring side of being a fucking business owner. Everybody just wants to sell and buy the cars and drive new content. But like, this is the shit that helps you buy the cars because you have money in the fucking bank and you're good to go and you can do the things that you want to do. Here's another fucking hack. And this is super fucking important. I'm glad we're talking money, right? We're talking money. And here's what I will say is I might not be an expert at fucking what to do with my money, but I'm a fucking expert at making money. Okay. Yeah. So you guys have <laughs> secrets in terms of making money. Always spend a fuckload of money on your personal development. Always. Always. If there's going to be one thing that you're going to spend money on, spend money on personal development, period. End stop. No questions asked. Yeah. Every single time 
I spent money on personal development. I always leveled the fuck up always because even if I went to an event and the event was stupid because I've been to an events and they have been stupid, the experience of going there, I might meet one person and have one conversation that fucking changes my business. Always spend money on personal development. Always. That is one thing that I will always like, if you're going to dip into your savings, dip into your savings and dip into your credit card to develop yourself, to develop your mind, to develop your skill, to develop your fitness, to develop your business. Like those are the things you should be focusing on spending money on. Like not the fucking shoes, not the car, yeah. not the fucking not going. Bro, to- unless you guys make in solid $20,000 a month, don't yeah. be d- buying any dumbass shit. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like when you start making money, yes. Okay. Celebrate yourself and like go out and reward yourself. But like you're making two to three K a month. You're going to the fucking mall buying stupid shit. Like you need to give your head a shake. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. So have you guys ever heard of Dave Ramsey before? Dave Ramsey? Like yeah, the- yeah. I've heard yeah. that. So, so he teaches about like emergency fund. So I like that you said have a runway of three to five K just based expenses. Cause that can be like your quote unquote emergency fund, just based just straight up. Because if you don't have any money to pay anything, you're just, just F. Nathan, you're do you like, have what? that in your bank account right now? Yeah. Good. Okay, good. I just want to make sure. <laughs> yes. I yes. just called them out personally. No, right. I want to so, make sure. So and, make sure. and the, the one thing, hey, Cole, can I tell you something real quick? So uh-huh. <laughs> I was, I'll tell you, I'll tell you someone that, uh, that went down like five a day ago. So I, uh, I'll switch it up. I, I DM Brian. I'm like, I'm like, uh, and Brian's smiling about it. He, he freaking knows what's going on. So I DM Brian. I'm like, oh man, dude, I just purchased this event ticket. Um, this is going to be a lot of money. And then I DM Brian, I'm like, yo, Brian, I might need a, a, I might need a refund. And he's like, he's like, he said, he said, he's, 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 Backing out of your fucking commitments is not how you get success, homie. I'm like, you got a ticket. Figure it the fuck out. Go sign a client. And he yeah. Must, yeah. He's like, sounds and mostly, mo- and mostly too, it's more of just, once again, like the fear of like investing all this money into like an event and it being like stupid or like, which I know you guys aren't no, sure, pause, but I'm pause, like, pause. I want to say one yeah. thing because I think this will land for you and this will land for everybody else because what Brian just said matters. Okay. Personal sure. development is what you guys should be spending all of your money on. Unless you are making multiple five figures a month or six figures, personal development should be your fucking main focus. Whoa, whoa. Even, right? even, bro, even at that level, listen, so our, no, mentor- no, 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 no. I mean, once you reach multiple five figures, you can then also have fun. But unless you're oh, doing that, you should right. only be doing personal development. That's the breakdown. So right. I listen to a podcast with Eric Spofford and Andy Frisella. Does anybody know who Eric Spofford is? Put up your hand. All right, I'm going to break it down. Eric Spofford is an individual that went through heavy addiction. All right. For years on years, you guys can look him up on Instagram and YouTube. The guy's a fucking G. Long story short, he went through massive addiction with heroin and more. Then he built a facility, multiple facilities to help other individuals get over addiction. He built it up to an eight figure business and then sold it for over $157 million. And he, him and Andy were talking and he said, yo, even when I was broke, even when I was just starting to see success, I would go to event after event after event. I would listen to podcast after podcast after podcast. And a lot of them felt like a waste of time until I heard the one word. And that's the entire concept of it. You guys might go to an entire three-day event and not get any value, but then you'll hear one word, one sentence, one paragraph, one fucking statement that will change the entire trajectory of your life. And if you want to start thinking like a seven-figure earner, that is the mentality. When I listen to an hour-long podcast, all right, let's be real. If I'm looking at the time exchange, an hour-long podcast maybe isn't worth it. All right, I could be working on something else, but- I know that I might hear one thing that's going to completely shift the trajectory of PT domination and how I coach you guys to get to the next level. Does that make sense? 
Also, yeah. I'm just going to jump in. I fucking agree with everything Cole said. Me and you, Nathan, are going to jump on the fucking podcast. You're going to come on the Change Eyes Make Money on the Trinity podcast, and we're going to do a solo one-on-one episode after the fucking event, and you're going to tell me your honest experience because I'm very I'll do it, by, I'll do, I'll do because because then I'm going to clip these two fucking things together, and we're going to have a conversation about it, all right? Yeah, Brian, and dude, I'll tell you what. The thing is, too, is like, here, can we like be honest with you? Can we be yes. honest with you? So, like, I have a fear. Okay, so here's the thing. Like, Lauren and I went to Houston back in April, and, like, this is part of me, like, overcoming my fear of flying because I, I, I have a fear of flying too so mm. like it's like me so it's like man like traveling tra- tra- across the freaking country to buy an airline i, I don't know for my like, dude this can be really really uncomfortable for me so i'm like i'm like you know what dude like i, I want to build my business like so so badly that i want to just put myself like really really in really uncomfortable situations to to build it because so i'm like and by the way i went on your freaking podcast and i told you but I'm going to the free events. So I'm like, I'm like, I just, I'm not backing out of this crap. So I, 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 no, I wouldn't let you back out. So I'm glad that we're yeah. on the same page. Um, I yeah. want you to, I want to, I want you to practice something. Okay. I want to give yeah. you something that's super useful uh, that will yeah. help you immensely. And this is something that helped me overcome binge eating. This has helped me that this is something that helps me stick to my reverse dieting. This is something that helps me, helped me overcome my drug addiction. And I'm going to give it to you. And it's very simple, but if you do it, I promise you, it's going to help you fly. You ready? Yeah. Good. I want you to sit down and I want you to write out what it's going to be like to fly on that plane and be super peaceful and feel absolutely amazing knowing that you're on the way to go see your fucking mentors and that how how you're excited to be on the plane and how you enjoy being on the plane and you love traveling and traveling is so much fun and literally write a fucking vision of yourself like on this fucking airplane and imagine yourself sitting in the seat and imagine yourself like looking at the fucking girl that's the that's the the attendant and you taking your fucking coffee and be like, thank you so much. This is so much fun. And I want you to look at your girl and just like look at your imagine yourself having so much fun working on your fucking laptop, reading your fucking book and having a good time. And then yeah. literally listen to that vision every fucking day and close your eyes and imagine yourself in that airplane, having so much fun, having a blast, looking at the attendant, having a fucking good time, working on your laptop, reading a book and then getting there and be like, man, that was so fucking easy. What a great time. Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to be like my all, it's, it's going to be all me. Like it's going to be totally just me. Like, so it's like my first time flying myself and, and what a cool like, experience you're going to have. You're going to be watching I know, bro. and reading a fucking book. It's going to be a fucking great old time. I know, bro. It's going to be insane. Lucky, so by the way, uh, you lucky. Yeah. I, honestly, honestly. And then last, so last question. So do I wait to book the flight after the itinerary or do you recommend just booking it now? I don't, I don't, fucking- I don't know when to book it. <laughs> I mean, because like you you guys said the, the money mastermind, well, now, but you what said you the money mastermind students is on the first. So I'm like, do I fly you out? You're going to be there on the first too. You're going to be there on the first. Cause you're going to be there for Sunday's workout. Okay. So gotcha. So, uh, so then, so now, so I fly out on so fly out the afternoon on Sunday. Yeah, correct. Oh, oh or I'm uh, sorry. No, uh, Monday morning, but don't stay there. The, 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 the first. Yes. After first. Correct. Oh yeah. Cool. If if I want to stay for mastermind, can I stay for mastermind too? No, yeah, no. Dang, F me, bro. Okay, nice try though. Right. That was a good ask. <laughs> I, but I was like, I was like, damn, man. I'm like, I, I, nice I want to ask you before I booked you. I'm like, I want to ask you guys. Shoot. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Yeah, I uh, appreciate y'all. Thank you, for you guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. Got you, bro. <laughs> so. uh, guys, I'm gonna fucking. I need to say something. All right, this is fucking important. This is for all. This is like so. First of all, Nathan, you're a fucking G, and I'm proud of you for like sending that message and then being like, you know what? Fuck that. I am. I'm fucking committing because the reason I held Nathan to the fire and I will do that to any fucking any of you is because 
backing out of your commitments is not how you get success. Breaking your word and breaking your bond and breaking your integrity will harm your own success. And like, guys, even with shit that I don't necessarily love doing, if I make a commitment, I fucking do it. I'm going to be honest. My fitness competition that I'm doing in seven weeks, I literally wanted to fucking quit for five weeks, the entire prep, the whole time. I'm like, why the fuck did I commit Hold to me this? like every day? So stupid. I called Cole. I'm like, I fucking hate my diet. I want to drop my coach. This is so stupid. But I didn't because I committed. I said I was going to do it. I put it on my vision board. I made the commitment and my integrity was on the line. And so I followed through. And like, guys, integrity is fucking everything. And if you say you're going to do something and then you back out of it, like you break your own word with yourself. And so Nathan, I was like, uh-uh, we're not doing that because your integrity is on the fucking line and the event's going to be fucking awesome. But like your integrity is fucking everything. You guys, when you say you're going to do something, follow the fuck through. Now, it's not for me. It's for fucking you. Because when you back out of something, I'm telling you, it, it like does something to you. It does hey, something Brian, to your fucking body. Yeah, go ahead. No. Oh, thanks. No. Cole said no. So, we got a lot of people here. Oh, bro. I'm like, I love you. Okay, Nathan. it's fair. to keep going. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, we got a lot of people, dude. This, uh, this important. This important. Uh, this is important. Go then. Fuck, you're already. Right, okay, okay, deal. All right. So I, so I couldn't live. I feel like I couldn't live with, with, with myself knowing that I went on Brian's podcast last week at Podchats, and I said, I'm going to go, and I didn't show up. Good. I, I, like, that's what that's what like the integrity is. Like, that's why I want I want I want to, to feel is like just put yourself on, on the on the freaking line. That's what they're trying to say. So good, good. Get okay, here. That's good. All right. Full approves. Full approves. I'm muting you now. Christine Kelts, what's up? Hey. Um, so I'm gonna start this off by saying the thoughts that crossed my mind before I joined the call was don't fucking go because I was feeling kind of down. Um, but then I was like, that's what the old bitch ass Christine would do. Yeah. So here Fuck I fucking yes. I love that. So I was feeling down because I didn't close my last five fucking calls. Mm. And so normally I would be like, wow, I suck. And I did do that for a little bit, but then I was like, no, 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 I don't suck. I just suck at sales. And that's something I need to work on. Yes. So, Yo, that is a very really good pause, pause, that, I just want is- you to sit in that for a second. That's a very, 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 very important insight. I'm very happy that you broke that down. And all of you guys need to take note of that. Don't beat yourself up just due to the fact that you lack skill in something because that means you can improve. Yes. You I'm very happy you ha- you said that. That is an extremely important insight. And I'm proud of you for having to be having that. You don't like if, if your content isn't hitting, you don't suck as a person. Yeah, you suck at content, and you can get better at that because content is a learnable skill. Yes. And if you go zero for five on sales, you don't suck at say like you're not you're not like you don't suck as a person. You just yeah. suck at sales right now, and that's a skill that you can work on, and that's a beautiful fucking opportunity. Yes. Yeah. So I really don't have a question. I just like keep telling my ass that I need to fucking keep showing up. Oh, your face. And you know what? I'm trying not to swear so much, but it just Oh, your face, out. not just your ass. That's number one. Number two, who on this call would be willing to role play with Christine Kaltz? Kaltz, what the fuck? Say <laughs> me in the chat, please. Say me in the chat because you need to book a role play. Or yeah. two. Uh, also, Christine, I'm going to give everybody a rule. All right. So this is the rule because Cole and I used to live by this when yep. we were on fitness coaches and this helped us immensely. All right. If we went 0 for 2 or sorry, 0 for 3, we booked role plays. Yeah. It's like sometimes you go over two and that's fine, right? Like over two is like just fucking sometimes. And by the way, another rule is every nose one step goes through yes. So that's fucking five. And so like you're overdue for your yeses. So that's something to keep in mind. But as soon as yeah. we're over three, we book a role play. That's like the fucking rule. 
So everybody write that down. Over three, book a role play. Over three, book a role play. So now you, the most you'll ever go is fucking three because after the third one, like what I usually do, Christine, is after every single sales call, if I don't get the yes, I literally replay it in my head. I'm like, if I could do that call differently, what would I do differently? And then if I can think about it and I actually know what I would do differently, then I will just practice that on the next call. But if I can't, I can think about it and I'm like not really sure exactly what I've done differently, I would have just booked a role play. So over three, book role plays. After each call, what you want to do is write, maybe write down what you would have done differently and then replay it in your head and rehearse it. So like, let's say they gave you the wife objection and then you said something silly. Then on the next time they give you the wife objection, like what would be the first thing you'd say? So just practice that in your head um, and, and book a role play. There's a bunch of people in the chat that said that they would, uh, that they would uh, role play with you. So one of these okay, people, perfect. one of these people will do it. I also am taking advice from that 80% call. I have been trying to watch, like I've watched it three times and I'm going to watch it again because I feel like I feel like when I'm on the call I'm not like understanding the psychology and I'm like hey this is not as fucking hard as I'm making it seem <laughs> and I get so in my head but um I booked a I'm booked I booked a call with a friend of mine who does know does not know what the script is or anything so I'm taking advice from that podcast and um yeah anyways that's all <laughs> great to see you proud of you you're Thank a beast you. You're Thank over you. your yes. Every nose, one zip close to yes. If you got fucking five nose in a row, <laughs> only a matter of time. Did your baby steal your phone? <laughs> Pay attention to me. Yeah, she's wild. <laughs> Anyways, thank you. You're a super mom. I'll see you soon. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Hello, Jessica. Um, hello, thank you. I'll keep this short. I know we were at the end of our time. One, I want to say I got a lot of value from today from the other questions asked. So thank you so very much for giving us this opportunity to continue to learn and grow. I have one question. Um, what would be the one system to have solid starting in the mastermind? Like if you were really like really dial this in, make sure that you're hitting this hard mm. for the 10K mastermind. Um, I, there's, <clears throat> it's not a system. It's a mindset. Mindset. Write this down. Be a sponge. Be a sponge and implement fast. Those of you guys that are joining the 10K Mastermind, the key is to be a sponge and to implement fast. I promise you the key to success is urgency, Jessica. And so urgency means watch the training, get that fucking done within the same day. Whatever you're doing, do it fast and do it well. Like that's the key to success is like when I'm watching, like when Dan Martell tells me and Cole to jump, we're like, okay, how, how high and how fast and how many times do you want us to jump? And then we do it. And so the key to success is urgency. So be a sponge and implement as fast as you possibly can. And if you don't know what, like, if you're like, you watch it and you're not sure and you're unconfident or whatever, like reach out faster. Be like, hey guys, I actually listened to this and it made sense, but this was unclear. Can you guys please clarify for this for me? Because I really want to implement and execute and I want to go full speed. So be a sponge and implement fast. Those are my two pieces of advice. Would you, what, how would you say like for someone who is a slow mover to move forward with the implementing fast. That's a great Change your language and move quicker. Yes, I love that. Practice moving faster. Write that down. Yeah. Because right now you identify as a slow mover. Yeah. I identify as a fast mover. Yeah. So it's like, you just, it, exactly. Like Cole said, change your language. So write this down. Practice moving faster. Yeah. And that's going to come with messy action. You see a lot of you guys move slow because you want to be perfect at the very beginning when I don't give a fuck. I'm just going to move as fast as I possibly can. And then I'll clean shit up if I need to. But a lot of the time, you don't have to actually go back and clean it up because you did it right the first time. You just overthunk it for so long. 
Thank you so much. Thank you for coming up, Jessica. Those are great questions. And I promise you that if you just focus on, like everybody has a different thing that they need to focus on, right? Like everybody has something that they need to, like something that will take them to the next fucking level. And obviously you guys heard Pedro. Pedro focuses on self-discipline. He's going to go to the next level. For you, mm -hmm. Jessica, if you focus on moving faster, you're going to go to the next level. Everybody has their individual thing that if they focus on, it'll get them to the next level. And for even for as an example, for me and Cole, for a long time, for me, it was like, be more tough love. Like, like that's what I needed to focus on. And Cole's be more compassionate. So like when we focused on that, it's like that gave us the ability to get to the next level. So everybody has their own thing. I think for you, Jessica, it's practice moving faster. Mm -hmm. Cool. Love it. Sophie, what's up? Hey guys. Um, so Loki have been like a fly on the wall, but I have been listening to every fucking podcast and I love them so much. Um, I was in content audits with Cole like two weeks ago. And basically I made, I have my personal Instagram and then I made a business Instagram and I wasn't able to connect on my business Instagram because I was removing the personal from it. Mm. Um, so I kind of just went all in on my personal, which has been great and it's been fun and I really enjoy it. But I feel like I have so much value to give and so much knowledge, but I don't like and the videos where I'm like talking to the camera and I don't feel like those hit and I feel like what does hit is like me showing my body and like me showing my proof. So I'm kind of wondering like, how can I provide more value without like talking to the camera? Mm, Cole is going to, Cole's about to fucking go in on you. Can I ask you a question before Cole goes in on you? Cause he's going to repeat. I'll Cole. say another. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'll, I can ask you a question. Why yeah. don't you like the ones where you talk to the camera? Is it because the ones where you show your body get more views? Um, no, well, yes, but no, because I feel like I'm not coming off as genuine. It doesn't feel genuine on my end and it doesn't sound genuine to mm. other people when I'm talking. And then it's like, all right, like I need to make sure like my hair is good. I got to like <laughs> cover up my zits, like stuff like that. I don't know. I just feel like it needs mm. to be so planned. And mm. when it feels so planned, it doesn't feel natural. So I'm going to jump in and I'm going to get my perspective to Cole because Cole's the talking Ed King. So I'm going to give my perspective as somebody that struggled with talking videos for a long time, which sounds weird to you guys. You're like, Brian struggled with talking videos. What? Yes, I did. Because yeah. I, and I was trying to like, I was trying to act like Cole. Cole was popping off on social media. And I was like, I'm going to do that. And I was like, if you want to change your fucking life, stop being a fucking idiot. And it didn't feel genuine. And the audience could sense it. I could sense it. It felt weird. It took me a long time for me to find my flow. Here's what I will say is Sophie, it's so important that you learn how to be genuine on social media. And sometimes being genuine on social media means that you show your authentic self. It means that you mm -hmm. show the fucking And like on my story, I post videos of me talking all fucking day. Mm. So uh, I don't, I feel comfortable talking to the camera. I just don't feel like it's like good enough for like a regular post. But I, I think that you're trying to compare yourself to like your chapter 15 when you're on chapter one. You're like pretending that you're on chapter seven. So I think that like, I think that you should, so number one, I don't think you should abandon the content that's hitting, that I think you should keep doing that, but I am going to make it mandatory that you do two talking videos a week. One of them can be like you dolled up and fucking looking juicy, whatever, but the other one is like you literally being like, hi guys, I'm going to go for a walk and I want to talk to you about having a positive mindset, and then that you need to post that as a reel. Okay. Like practice being authentic, and when I say practice being authentic, I really do mean that because it's going to feel super weird at first. But I want you to, Matt, who's your best friend? Somebody that you really like. Give me your name. Um, Karina. 
So I want you to imagine that you're talking to Karina when you're talking to the camera. Literally just pretend yeah. Karina's on FaceTime. Yeah, I, I heard you say that in your podcast like last week or something. You were like, if you don't talk to your friend like this, then don't talk to your social media like this. And this week I've been like good about that on my stories. I just feel like I don't want to like plan to go like the one you were saying, like get dolled up, whatever. Before I was like going to the gym and being like, all right, I'm going to batch content. Like I'm going to talk and film like 10 videos, edit, blah, 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 blah. And like, that was just so not what I wanted to be doing. Oh, you want to jump in? Yeah, Bray, you want to say something? Unmute. Please, Bray. I literally love you. Hi, guys. Okay. Um, Sophie, I completely understand where you're coming from. I definitely started like in the beginning, I was like wearing sports bras and like leggings and just like those were the videos that obviously I was still talking, but they were getting more views, obviously, because my body was attracting like them to stay engaged. Um, now I literally am fully clothed. I do not show my body in any of my videos. And I do that pur purposefully because people actually stay for my content. Now my content has like drastically changed because like, I literally am not going off the script, but like, I always start my video the same. Like, um, if you're a woman that's struggling to lose weight, my name is Braylon. I'm a weight loss coach. And then I go into it because that way they like, they'll stay. And that's kind of my hook every time. But I swear I'm like super fucking honest, super fucking real. And it wasn't until that shift of me just being myself that that's when my content started to blow up. So you, what, whatever, like exactly what Brian said is like, you need to talk to the camera. Like it is your friend, like, and whatever that looks like to you, like you seem like a super chill girl. So speak like speak like that but be intentional behind it the intention will reach the screen once you're like authentically yourself and I've been there like I get it and I now I'm at like now I'm hitting like $16,000 months so it's like you can do it you just need to find that breakthrough and like what that looks like for you and it looks different to everyone but one when, when you find that that will be just like play around like just exactly what uh, Cole always says like content audit your content and like try new things because then you're going to find like what you love and what you hate mm -hmm. you know what I mean yeah. yeah that's really helpful thank you and I feel like I've seen thing. yeah for one sure thing the more authentic you are the more individuals are going to lean into your content and I'm just also going to call a spade a spade Brian says he was trying to be me for the longest time and he was struggling everybody go to his content right now and listen he's speaking the same way he was seven months ago when he was trying to be me but his mindset has finally just unlocked. Oh, I can just be this guy because this is me. Before, B would create a piece of content and be like, I don't resonate with this. I'm being too aggressive. I would argue till I'm blue in the face that the videos he's posting right now are the same fucking thing as seven months ago. They're just as intense. He's just talking about something that is authentically himself. Authenticity is everything. If you don't like doing it, don't fucking do it and have your page stay the same. Mm -hmm. Here's, I'm going to jump in for a second because I'm going to slightly disagree with you on one thing. And I'm going to say the tone and the aggression in which I'm coming at people is significantly less than some of the old videos. I will say that. But um, I guarantee you the tone is significantly less. But what I wanted to say is the more volume that you have, Sophie, the better that you're going to get faster. And so you're playing a volume game. Like if you guys want to get good at content, volume is the solution to that and like volume is the more videos that you practice and the more times that you put in the reps 
Bray messaged me when she joined the Academy. It was like literally two, it was like two weeks after she joined the Academy. It's like, I'm doing everything. I'm not, I'm showing up. I'm not really sure what to do. And I was like, post two times a day, every day for the next 30 days. And then DM me once you do that. And 30 days later, she DM me. She's like, I sold seven clients. I'm like, okay, cool. Now keep posting <laughs> every day for the next six months and watch what happens. And like that little piece of advice is like volume. The answer, the solution is volume. It's like post okay. more. And the more that you post, the better that you'll get, the faster that you'll get. Okay. Got it. Thank I you. I believe in you. You can do this shit. Thank you. I believe in you. I want you to come back to pod chats because it sounds like you're on a fucking growth spurt and I want you to keep coming back. Yes, I am. It's like, it hurts. <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> it hurts. So painful. It hurts. I love it. It's so painful. I'm excited that you're here. Thank you. So Mason, Sam, and Justin, create a group chat with me and Cole. So Justin, create a group chat with Cole and I. Send us your question because it's 11.09 and I need to go eat because I'm getting hungry as fuck. Sam, same thing. Create a group chat with Cole and I on Instagram. Send us your question. Mason, create a group chat with Cole and I on Instagram. Send us your question and we will answer it. Make sure you guys get served. Cool? Is that fair? Thumbs up? Bet. Thanks, boys. Cool. Where do they find you, dog? Wake up the whole podcast. Cool. Lose to solve on everything. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you're my client and you haven't gotten an event ticket yet, you're fucking baked. Right, Cole? Yeah, you guys are actually, actually fucking high. I don't know what you're spending your money on. <laughs> Stupid Jordans or something weird. <laughs> Get a ticket, you guys. I promise you it will absolutely change your life in every possible way. Um, yep. You can check it out right there. Boom. Whoever has the best day of their entire lives. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Peace. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Hopefully you got some value. If you did and you want to learn more about how me and my team can help you scale your online fitness business to $10,000 a month, DM me 10K on Instagram at TheRealBrianMark for more information and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help you grow an online coaching business.